now it's time for some Midweek Thoughts. Welcome to this week's edition of Midweek Thoughts. It's the first episode of the new year. It is. Yeah. The first episode of the new year, and we're going to just start with a podcast. Uh, <laughs> you thought I was going to say bang, didn't you? I didn't know what you were going to say. I was waiting. Yeah, I know. You still don't know what I'm going to say, do you? I don't. <laughs> These are the ones where I kind of have fun with because Tim's like, oh, geez. John said hit record, and uh, I was like, okay. Anyway, no, I still feel like I'm still treating this like the bonus reel okay. of the podcast that may never get aired, and I'm not sure why. Huh. I almost like feel like it's behind the scenes because... I I feel like it's important. The very the very reason this podcast exists is to share uh-huh. our stories, our experiences, our feelings. Yep. Sometimes I don't feel right getting them out. This is probably a, a, just a therapy session right okay. here. This will never get released. If it does, it does. Um, if it doesn't, nobody will ever hear it but us and <laughs> me saying these things sounds foolish. Um, right. Because this is, this is so weird. It's like a conversation between me and you, but we have microphones just in case something good comes <laughs> just <in> out. Case. <laughs> but when I, when we, when I talk about things that I might want to talk about here, I almost feel like it's not fair for the other side of the conversation. Because they don't have a chance to defend themselves. And, and not that I'm necessarily attacking, but it's almost like I, I, I don't want it to be fake news and I, and I don't, want to say something that I don't want it to sound like gossip. I want it to be a real flowing. This is how I feel about things. These are questions I have. And I want to make sure do I, but why? Okay. Well, here's the thing. We as humans, all we have to share is our experience and our knowledge, right? Like we're sponges. We, we absorb things and then we spit them back out into the world. And that's how community is. You know what I mean? Like, and we aren't newspapers that just spout off text, mm-hmm. you know, fact things. We are people that share our experience. Yeah. And so like, you're not claiming to be a news station. You're claiming to be John and this is what you've experienced. So I don't think you should be ashamed in sharing what you've experienced. Right. And, and it's almost like, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a victim. Sometimes I'm struggling that why, you know, we talked about our why, uh, huh. And a lot of these things, I think that, well, why, why do I think that? What's the thing behind the thing? So let's just, I'll dive right into like, Yeah. What are you dancing around here? I'm dancing around. Speaking of dancing, um, there's a whole lot more of that happening in church today. Uh-huh. Dancing. Um, not that that's a right or wrong thing. I'm going to try to stay away from right or wrongs, but I remember, um, growing up at the church I went to, um, when the contemporary worship got started. Yeah. I mean, I think I was, I was probably around, 2000 yep sounds yeah, about right. right around 2000 because um, <laughs> i was still in a punk rock band um me and lauren you know played and we hired a new a new worship pastor who was really nice and we it, it started in the sanctuary of this big church at the time uh-huh. i think you could call it a mega church even at its time yeah. back then uh, where they they wanted to do something more than hymns more than singing out of a book, something more to reach this younger generation of, of churchgoers. Uh-huh. So they call this thing contemporary music. And basically it's just hymns with guitars. Uh-huh. And uh, some of the songs, it's, it's funny, you go to some churches today and they're still singing the same songs as contemporary worship. 
like Lord, I lift your name on high. <laughs> you came from heaven to earth <laughs> nineteen to years ago. Show the way, you know. And then like, uh, what what are some of the other ones too? Oh, I, I know you know some of the other ones. Like, I don't even know. Come now is the time to, to worship. Oh God, you know, and then they started to get a little bit better. Like Matt Redman had some good ones. Yeah. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about I'm having you. PTSD right now. <laughs> some post-traumatic stress. Huh? <laughs> all of those things. And like, it started with like electronic drums. You know, I remember, I remember going and buying our first drum set yeah. because I had a broken hand. I was in an argument with my then girlfriend and I punched a wall in my basement and I actually broke my hand. Um, and then the next day I didn't do anything about it. Uh, and we, so anyway, my hand was broken and I remember then I did get a cast on my hand mm-hmm. and there was like the final, the final contemporary worship service before we moved into the new building. Uh-huh. Like the final one was in the, in the sanctuary. And I threatened the doctor that was the nurse that was taking care of my broken hand. I also knew this person, right? Uh-huh. And I threatened. I said, listen, I want to play this last show. Uh-huh. show. <laughs> um, and unless you cut this thing off my arm, I'm going to cut it off myself. So I should kind of was like, I know you and I know you would do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll do that before it was ready. And it's fine. You can still see the indentation of my knuckle down here where mm. I broke my hand. But uh Anyways, that's like how this contemporary worship got started. We moved into a new building at the church. They renovated the gym and stuff like that. And it just continued to grow and grow and grow into this thing. And eventually there's a whole massive multi-million dollar expansion on this church that um, was really cool for all the people that are involved. Like if you go there, it's awesome. Um, And now you go on a Sunday morning and like if you have epilepsy, like you're (laughs) screwed. Like it's lights and smoke and decorations and um i remember asking a couple of years ago like why they spent so much time with the decorations like at like on the stage and stuff and i got a good answer that it is about some people are engaged with music like the the auditory senses some people engage with the visual senses um things like that so it does help create some kind of a what's my word uh atmosphere atmosphere. yeah to put people in a certain setting mode whatever um but i start seeing like and then when i start to begin doubting like christianity and and church and i stopped going all of these things are looking more and more silly to me Uh uh-huh um like is it is it really about that (laughs) is it really about all that stuff yeah and i and i'm still like I'm at the point in my life where I, I pretty much just don't believe in any type of God or Jesus whatsoever. But I f- still feel very spiritual. Like, okay. I almost feel closer to God. <laughs> this is weird. I almost feel closer to God now that I don't really believe that God exists than I did before when I did believe God exists and I bought into everything what do you mean by that like like what do you mean by you feel closer to god but you don't believe god exists so then what do you feel closer to i i think without going too deep when i was involved in in a christian community Mm -hmm. um a lot of people would say don't don't put god in a box yeah 
And looking back on it now with another perspective, that's to me, it feels like that's exactly what church, what the church do, does. Totally. They put God in a box. Yeah. Literally and, a box. They literally put him in a building, you know, and, and there's, and there's like almost a limit on how much God can do. There's uh-huh. a lot of outrage. You see this, I think it's fake outrage about taking God out of schools and things like that. I'm like, you, <laughs> you can't like, why? Like you're no matter what happens, if you believe God is omnipresent and everywhere, how can you take God out of school? <laughs> right. And even if you were to put God in school, forcing that God onto other people that don't want it is also, I don't believe what God would want. Uh-huh. Um, gosh, maybe I should pull it up, but I just saw a post on Facebook about the 10 commandments uh-huh. and it rolled right down through every single 10 commandment and showed you exactly that modern day evangelical churches uh-huh. are violating every single one of those 10 commandments with their very structure that they have. Well, I mean, you could argue that the uh, church is gluttonous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like gluttony is consuming way more mm-hmm. than you need. And <laughs> does the church need all that? Does the church need flashy bracelets? <laughs> A Christmas Eve service? What's wrong with candles? What's like, wrong with candles, man? Fire and hazard? Are, Come on. And, I don't, and again, I want to stay away from like, is it cool? I'm sure everybody there thought it was the bee's knees. Of course it's uh, cool. You know, you know what I mean? Um, like, of course it is. That's, like, that's what Coldplay does. Coldplay puts on uh-huh. dope shows, but they aren't claiming to be something that they're not. Right. And I want to... Dude, you're getting fired up. <laughs> well, I mean, this is something that I've been passionate about. Right. But this is... Yeah. And it's... And it, I think it... And again, I, I, I'll say it again and again and again. I don't want to say that the way I'm thinking about it is the right and true way right now. But I also don't want to say that the way they're, the way that church is done today is the right way church is supposed to be. I'm kind of saying that maybe nobody knows. Yeah. And that, you know, once I, once I, it was hard to, I remember the first time I didn't go to church. I ran instead because I was training to run like long distances. Uh-huh. I, I skipped in an effort to, um, spend more time with my family, I'd skip church and I'd go run during Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And while they would go to church and they would volunteer, like Emily would do the things with the kids and they'd go, they enjoyed that. Fine. I didn't anymore. I ran. <laughs> it was hard not going to church. Like, yeah. and I feel like that's an unhealthy relationship. If you feel guilty, not going to church, that maybe that's a sign you should not go huh. just to know that it's Okay. Yeah. That like your your faith and your belief doesn't exist. It can exist without that. Uh-huh. Not that it's wrong. Uh-huh. But the reason for going shouldn't be one out of guilt. Uh-huh. You know, you should be okay not going, you know, and that's okay. Um there's so many people I know that would feel good. they just can't even fathom missing a Sunday. Yeah. I don't know that like I I question the motivation then behind are you going to carry a streak along? But it's hard cuz I remember like I did Going to church, like I felt really strong emotions, like uh-huh. a really big faith. And I can't, I just, I, I don't know, something changed. Um, the more I started praying about Christianity, the more I changed away from Christianity. It's kind of, hmm. you know, we can dive more into like that story later, but I see a lot of, I see a lot of things on Facebook, not just from local churches, but churches everywhere uh-huh. about like what they're doing. And I'm just like, is this even what church is supposed to be? Like even looking at it from an outsider's perspective, like I don't want to put God in a box, but I also don't want to take God out of a box and say, this is God 
when nobody really knows, you know, that's why I say like, I don't, I don't believe I'm at a point where I don't believe, but I'm almost like, but if I did, I feel like God would be something totally, completely different than what I ever thought that God was, Mm. you know, like I'm almost like maybe a hopeful atheist, but not a hopeful, like maybe, maybe God exists. Mm -hmm. Maybe God doesn't like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm. But here's how I want to now live my life going forward. Uh Not out of some fear that there's a spiritual supreme being watching over my every move, making sure I'm doing all of the right things. Um, and we have a series of, of rule books and guidebooks. And I'm like, no, I just, I don't think God's like that. Mm. I don't know. I just, you know, I, I see stuff like the way church is that like, if your church is so flashy and powerful and stuff like, I know churches aren't for everybody. Like, that kind of environment isn't for everybody. But what happens when people start leaving? What happens when a church starts making changes, thinking they're better, but people start leaving because they're not getting fed anymore? What about those people? Uh Do they care? Or are they like, well, you don't like it? This is where we're going. There's other churches out there. It's a business. Not not a churches. Churches aren't for everybody. It's a business. You know? Yeah. These are things I, these are just thoughts that I think about, thoughts that I ponder, trying not to be too, I think I did a pretty good job not being too overly critical or condemning of, it's just the things I see and the things that I question. What do you want someone to take away from all this? Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think maybe the big thing is like, is that, that whole like putting God in a box thing. Like I've, I've heard that so many times, don't put God in a box. But yet, as soon as you bring something up that God might be like, that disagrees with somebody that goes to modern day evangelical Christian church, oh no, God's not like that. How do you know? Uh-huh. How do you know that God's not like that? Uh-huh. You know, I, I, yeah, it just kind of do. Maybe, maybe I can write and stay on point, like the process of what happened to my spiritual journey. Uh-huh. And see if I can remember that, and uh-huh. maybe walk. I don't know. I think some people. I think people. I think a lot of people. A lot of people like our age are experiencing that. Like uh-huh. grew up in the church, but then something shifted, and now there's they're still in the process of. Well, what do I believe? Like, what uh-huh. is this church thing? So, and we'll dive into that sometime. Yeah, we will see you guys on Monday.